Hi, and welcome to the Untamed and Embodied Show. I'm your host, Tersha Regler, feminine embodiment coach, and here to help you cultivate a life of radiance, everyday pleasure, and unapologetic self-expression. Join me every week as I share how you can tap into your feminine flow so you can come home to yourself and live your life from a place of inner freedom and aliveness. Hey everyone and welcome. I'm so happy that you're joining me for today's episode. So we are sitting at the end of summer and it's actually raining outside as I'm recording this and the kids have gone back to school. So at the time of me recording this, they've been in school for a week already. And what was so interesting is in the last few days before they had to go back to school, I really found myself counting down the hours almost that they would that they would be out of the house so that I could have some more time for myself. And then, of course, when the school actually started, I dropped them off at school. And before I started work, I had myself a little cry because they're growing up so fast. So during this holiday... I often found myself saying yes to things when I actually meant no. And this is the topic that I want to talk about today. Now kids, and the topic is not about kids, but kids have this, and I don't know if you know this, they get these instructions when they're born to test our boundaries, to test their own boundaries. It's part of their job description. And I'll tell you one thing, they really tested mine these holidays. So I've had my fair share of saying yes when I mean no and doing things against my will, um, feeling forced to do certain things. And I'm sure that you might probably have experienced the same thing in your life. So today's episode is going to be especially helpful if you often find yourself giving in or doing things against your will or feeling that your boundary is being crossed. And when you feel that you or you become annoyed with yourself for not sticking to your decisions um, that you've made. And this can be in your personal life. It can be in work life. And what you may also find as we go through this, as you reflect on this, you may find that in your own life, you may be able to stand strong in your yes and your no in the workplace and you're not able to do that at home with your family or vice versa. So I really want to, in in our exploration today, I want to unpack this challenge that we have around saying yes when we actually mean <laughs> to say no. So I'd love to start this exploration by looking at what happens when we continue to say yes, even when it is inconvenient. And this is the problem that I see. When we always put ourselves out, when we always give in or say yes to things, you may find that you become resentful. Now, resentment is a very big sign of your boundaries being crossed and What I see, usually what happens in this case, when we have resentment, when we feel resentful about the choices that we've made and the things that we end up doing, we begin to 
oscillate between two extremes in the boundaries that we hold. So you may find that your boundary is quite porous where you give in all the time. And then as the resentment begins to build, you decide that you've now had enough and then your boundaries become very rigid. And you uphold these rigid boundaries until you start feeling guilty and then you start going back again to overgiving. So this is really something that I see, this movement that I see when we feel resentful. But also, I think it's important to understand here that this is not binary. It's not either or. So we can find ourselves at any point between this rigid and this porous boundary that we hold. One of the other problems that I see is that when we say yes to things that are inconvenient, we end up feeling stressed out. So this may manifest itself physically as feeling anxious or feeling nauseous. You might develop a stomach ache or you might have trouble sleeping. And just in terms of your overall health and well-being, that's not very sustainable or a conducive way to living. A third thing that I see is that we end up feeling frustrated or stuck. And this often happens when you desire a certain outcome or boundary in your heart or in your mind. So there is something that you yearn for and yet you find it hard to actually implement that or to uphold that. So even though it is something that you desire and you know you are clear about what it is that you desire, something seems to be in the way of you being able to uphold or step into the embodiment of that boundary. So I'm curious to find out how your body responds to always saying yes. So take a moment here and reflect back to a time in the in the recent past when you gave in to something or when you said yes even what it, when it was inconvenient and just as you reflect on that notice what happens in your body how does that feel in your body to me i feel a contraction and i feel i feel a sinking feeling that's pulling me down and Sometimes what I also feel is I feel as if I'm pulling away or as if I want to turn myself away from this internally. I have the sense of turning away. So this is the problem that happens when we continue to, without sounding overly dramatic, when we continue to betray ourselves, when we, when we don't stand up for our own truth. And what does it mean then to stand up for your truth, to speak your truth? I really see that when we honor our yes and when we honor our no, when we are clear about that which we desire and we then embody that, we live into that, this is really what speaking your truth and standing up for yourself means. It really means that you trust yourself. You trust yourself and you trust your own decisions and this is underscored by the belief that you believe that you deserve to be heard. You believe at your core that you be deserve to be recognized, to be seen, and to be acknowledged. And it is as if we are moving from this child 
this child energy who's always looking for permission, who's always looking for external confirmation. You're moving from this into a grown-ass woman who makes her own decisions. So let's now dive into some of these challenges that we may face in speaking our truth. Because what I often find is that it's, it might be intellectually, we might be able to recognize that there's a problem in this area of our lives. You might wish for something to be different, but for some reason, something is in the way of you actually stepping into that space of speaking up, showing up, standing strong in your yes and your no. And I really see that there are three challenges that get in the way of us doing this. So the first one is that we are not clear on our own desires and our needs. And this is typically the case when we live our lives through other people. Okay, so what do I mean with that? Societal conditioning has taught us what a good mother and a good employee and a good partner and a good sister and a good daughter should do. We are trained from a very young age and it comes through our ancestral DNA. It comes through our family systems. We are trained what it means to be a good person, an acceptable person, a lovable person. And it plays out that we don't want to let other people down. And this can be particularly difficult, especially in certain family situations with family members where when they ask you a favor, you can have a really hard time saying no. And when you do say no, when you do uh, say that it is inconvenient for you, you end up struggling with feelings of guilt. And this really plays into our good girl archetype. It's this overarching archetype of always having to do the, the right thing and always being available to take care of everyone else's needs. So if you find that this plays out in your life where you um, always put the needs of others ahead of yourself and this causes you to, to always end up saying yes, there really is an opportunity and an invitation for you here to begin to examine the belief of I'm responsible for other people's happiness. So just take a moment here and feel into how true does this feel in your body. I'm responsible to make sure that the people in my life stay happy. It's up to me to make sure that they are happy. So this is a very, very, very big job. And what I want to invite you to consider is that it is not possible to keep everyone happy. And perhaps it's time for you to consider resigning. What part of this can you let go of? Where can you begin to move away from this unsupportive and unhelpful belief. Alrighty, and then another area where I often see, and this was certainly the experience in my life, perhaps you will identify the same, is when we are young, 
Often we are not very clear on our own needs and our own desires. We look to the outside world to give us guidance and we often dishonor ourselves and we dishonor our bodies in order to be loved and accepted. So can you relate to any of these? And I want to offer you now some helpful questions that you can ask yourself as you go through the rubble and the layers that you no longer prescribe to. So some questions that you can journal with is, what are you available for? If you're looking in the areas of your life where you are not clear on your needs and your desires, what do you desire? How do you want your needs to be honored? What will you no longer tolerate? So there's another question for you. And an example of a question that you can ask in the moment when you are being asked the request is to notice how you are feeling in your body when you ask yourself, do I really want this? Do I really want to do this? Do you feel a contraction? Do you feel like you want to turn away? Or does it feel open and easy? So let's now look at the second challenge that we experience in saying yes when we actually mean no. And this challenge is sometimes we expect other people to not be unreasonable. Okay, so what does this mean? We expect other people to know better. We expect other people not to put us in an uncomfortable position. We expect others to change. But here's a secret about when I truly want to embody healthy and strong boundaries, it is my responsibility to create the boundaries that I desire. We really teach people how to treat us through the way in which we treat ourselves and For you to become boundaried is what is going to change how other people respond to you and relate to you. So it really starts with you. And I see this as moving from a victim energy, a victim type energy where you keep yourself prisoner to the warrior type energy. And this is where you know you have choices and you know that you are empowered to choose. So let's unpack this a little bit. So the victim really keeps themselves prisoner through their own narrative. So it's a conversation of poor me. And I very recently went through a personal challenge in my own life. And I I was feeling very, very sorry for myself. And it can so easily happen that we step into this victim energy where we feel poor me, where we feel disempowered, where we feel like we don't have any choices or we don't have any options. And what happens is this really keeps you stuck behind bars. This really keeps you a prisoner in your own mind and in your own actions. This victim is looking, the victim energy is always looking for someone to save them or free them. And when we embody the warrior, the warrior stands up for themselves. 
So we don't wait for someone else to come and rescue us because we know we can do our own rescuing if we need to. So you don't wait for others to change or to do things differently. You are the changing agent in your own life. The warrior is clear on what she desires. She's clear on what her needs are. And she is confident in her abilities. I see that the warrior feels fear. It's completely normal and there's nothing wrong with feeling fear. But their self-trust is bigger than their fear. And this allows them to move forward. So before I move on to the next point... Just a moment here to reflect on which energy is showing up the most in your life. Do you embody the victim energy or do you embody the warrior energy? And now the final challenge when it comes to saying yes when we actually mean no is it is very difficult for us to hold to our truth, to stand up for our own needs when we are not well resourced and to me being well resourced means that we have to feel safe in our bodies we have to feel safe in ourselves this is the foundation of self-trust is that safety of landing in the body of being connected to your soul essence this is where we feel safe in ourselves. So to me, safety means I trust what I'm feeling. I'm giving myself permission to feel what I'm feeling. You know, I think so often we make ourselves wrong. If I go back to this example that I mentioned earlier, where I was going through this personal challenge in my life and I realized that I was feeling very sorry for myself. It's very easy in that moment to judge and to say, you know, just get over it and pick yourself up and get on with it. But it's a lot kinder and a lot more empowering and a lot more safety giving when we acknowledge and allow ourselves to feel like this. So not judging myself for feeling sorry for myself, but acknowledging that this is what I'm feeling. And it's not right and it's not wrong. It just is what I'm feeling. And from this place, when I really feel that, I can choose how I want to move forward. When we're always judging ourselves, it's as if, and this is my experience again, it's as if you're really climbing out a mountain the whole time. And every time you come up a few steps, you knock yourself down again. So kindness and compassion is part of how we begin to feel safe in ourselves. So the question then is, how do we become more resourced? And perhaps the most obvious answer after creating that safety and finding safety in the body is to look after your own needs. Now something that is true for me is how tired I am affects how resourced I am. And I'm now in my late 40s and my stamina is not what it used to be. And if you, like me, have had your kids later in life, you know that this additional challenge of upholding boundaries when feeling tired really can take it out of you. And it's so easy to give in and to compromise 
when we don't feel well-resourced. So to me, becoming well-resourced looks like a daily embodiment practice. And this is really, this is what I teach all of my clients. But this is really where I see that we connect into the power of our bodies. We connect into the wisdom of our bodies. And we begin to unravel the tensions and the charges that are that we hold around existing boundaries. We embody the boundaries that we do desire, but we also hold space for ourselves to be with what we are feeling. And this is not something that you can do through the mind. This is something that we have to do through the body, that allowing myself to feel and be with what it is that I'm feeling. So another way that or something else that I do in terms of looking after my own needs is to make sure that I make time for the things that I enjoy. I take care of my body through regular movement. I try to do yoga on most days of the week and I also align to my cycle. So this is really a big thing for me. I have only very recently in the last few years have I started working with my cycle and aligning to the the energy and the power that is available to me in my cycle and I really make sure that I get rest and that I sleep and I take it easy on those days in my cycle when my energy levels are lower and I find that by doing this when I really tend to my needs when my energy is lower then I have more energy and availability in those times when my energy levels are higher. So what do you do to look after your needs? And maybe maybe this is the first question that I should ask, where are you not looking after your needs? Where can you begin to look after your needs? Alrighty, so by honoring our yes and our no, it plays such a huge role in our life satisfaction. And the greatest gift that you can give to yourself is to become more boundaried. And this really means taking responsibility to explore what boundaries are you currently embodying in the situations where you are being challenged. It means being clear on what boundaries you desire and then resourcing yourself so that you are internally supported. So I really hope that you found something in today's exploration that was helpful. And I'd love to hear how this landed for you. So please reach out to me either through my website, tersharegler.com or send me a direct message on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Tersha Regler Coaching, and what I'll do is drop these links for you in the show notes. So thank you very much for spending this time with me, and I look forward to chatting again soon. All right, queens, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to it, as it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for joining me today.